Welcome to Coached Soul, a podcast for a better you. Your host, Steve Hudgens, is a licensed professional counselor, and your co-host, Julia Canton, is a therapeutic coach. Together, they discuss various topics, providing a different perspective on life and insight that you are not alone. On a non-emergency basis, you may contact them at area code 918-280-8690 or coachsoul.com to provide them with new topics, feedback, or to request an appearance on the show. And now, here's your host, Steve Hedgens. Welcome back. I can't contain my excitement because Kenya's back in with us again, (laughs) and what a cliffhanger. I couldn't (laughs) wait for next week to happen. Kenya, welcome back to the show again. Oh, my pleasure, Steve. What a delight. It it is a delight. And I don't know if that's a, a good word because there's no dictionary word that can just really flush out the experience that we had with you last week. And I am so thankful that you're able to join us again today because I do want to flush out a little bit more about your story because you come from Brazil. Mom's here. You come looking. And it's like, here you are, married, you have children. How can you take your story and help other women to know that they don't have to feel rejected? They don't need to carry the guilt and the shame and the burden that they're not enough. Because I met women who think that if I show my body, men will love me. Or if if I do just enough or people please, people will love me. How did you stay out of that? I'm aware. That's the only thing. Because sometimes I still drop into that thought. Mm. I still notice that thought. And many times I don't drop into the thought. Right. I just, oh, I'm about to people please. Or somebody just texts me, hey, can you go? Can you take that? Can you take my kids since you're going there? And I immediately say, oh, sure. And then I'm like, oh, I just people please. Do I really need another three kids? <laughs> And I literally text back and I would say, Sarah, I answer too fast. I love you. This does not align for me today. I'm giving you a motherhood example, but it could be anything. It could be when I was in resentment over my relationship with my husband, because I spent several years on and off right? until I understood the masculine. And by the way, I don't think I'm would ever be done understanding the masculine, just like you would never <laughs> be done understanding the feminine. Right. It's just a, a constant dance. But I remember opening the door of his office. And if I see that he was in the zone, and I would not even see the scream, he might be in the zone watching baseball. Mm. But I will close because he's busy. Therefore, I'm not going to ask him to help with the kids or uh, do something for me or check it out something that i just created and in that moment i was saying, no he's busy in other words i'm not important and when i noticed that that's what i've been doing i didn't even ask but then in this next second i was resentful because my need was not met 
truly how I stay out is just noticing and recreate. I was, the thought came through my mind with that question that, oh my gosh, does that fall back to where mom says I'm too busy? 100%. Yeah. So, so here's the thing about frequency. Everything is frequency. Everything is vibration. The biggest amount of light, it vibrates faster. That means you have higher mm -hmm. frequency. Let's take that to the body. If you take a picture of inside of your body, the cells that are sick are dark. The cells that are healthy have light. I can go so many ways from love to spiritual saying we are light. We are seriously light. That's who we are. And when, when we're not in light, we are on the shadow. You hear about shadow work, frequencies, which means lower vibration, guilt, shame, fear, traumas, all the things of the past from our lives, from our lives and ancestry. So what I notice about my mom and my grandmother, because I was raised by my grandmother, we didn't talk about this the last time. So why my mom was uh, working three jobs when I was little, my grandmother was taking me to school, taking me to piano. To, and by me, I mean me and my sister, right? Taking us. She was, she was the motherly role. And later on, when I got to interview my grandmother, true story, before she died, she came to America. She was in our recording studio. And my husband had this great idea. He's like, since, since your grandmother is here, just talk to her. That was before podcast, Steve. This is like 12 years ago record her and ask her the stories that you want to keep because she might just go someday and you will miss. And what I heard is her shame, her become orphan when she was nine years old from oh, wow. both mom and dad, her being abused by her husband. He, her husband having three other mistress and bringing the mistress babies for her to raise. Oh. Talking about rejection, not enough is not having any worth. Right. Talking about generational frequencies. So I happen to know a little bit about my lineage, my female lineage. Uh, I encourage you, listener, to think about, okay, God, I'm ready to see. That is the question, by the way. Okay. If you're not ready to see, you will keep running the pattern because somehow it's more comfortable to be in the hypnotic state because when the moment you see, you will do the work. You will be invited to do the work. It will hurt to be in the status quo, to be in the dark is what you're used to. The drama, oh, my mom, my sister, da, da, da. it's the drama that you're used to, the lack you're used to. It takes more courage to step into out of the box and own your abundance, own your mm. voice, see your truth. Disconnect from people that doesn't serve you in this moment. But people say that and hurts too much to recognize that. What then stay in the status quo? Does it does it hurt less mm. to never own your voice? Does it hurt less to take your dreams to the grave? Does it hurt less to 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 take all those frequencies, those codes, and allow your kids to inherit it? Because let me tell you something. 
in the moment that I own it and I cut the energetic cord, my kid no longer has it. Right. You know, that is such a beautiful way that you put that. And it just, it took me a while. It took me to go through my own therapy. It took me to becoming a therapist. It took me to go through other travesties to bring me to a point that I needed to rely solely on God and to rely on that faith. And like you said, the light has an impact. I'll never forget reading about Dr. Emoto. Dr. Yes. Emoto was a Japanese uh, scientist that studied water molecules. And what he noticed when he was stuttering, uh, studying the uh, water cell, the music that he was playing, the water molecule took shape. It didn't matter where it was taken from, the gutter, the toilet, the rainwater, it didn't matter. It took shape. So he changed the music to a negative, and it didn't take shape. So he did this rice experiment, you know, a control jar. We don't touch. We want to see if anything comes out of it. So the other two jars, he put rice in all three, same pot, same everything, same amount. One jar he labeled love, one jar he labeled hate, the control he left alone. But for 30 days, he would talk hate to the hate and love to the love. And I talk to my clients about this because sometimes it's our words that impact us that we don't know. Same thing as frequencies. What is words? Frequency. And what he noticed was, and I asked my clients, what do you think happened to the control jar? Well, it molded. The only thing I don't know that molds is McNasty's. And people will chuckle and know what I understand about the food that doesn't mold. But the rice molded. But I ask about the hate jar. The hate jar molded, but had black mold. And twice the mold. The love jar is how you can get homemade sake because it fermented. It didn't mold. So you're right about frequency and words and things that impact you. So even as we think, those words impact us. You mentioned the last podcast about the Body Keeps Score. By the way, that is a book mm -hmm. that's very informative about how, for example, Crohn's, Irritable Syndrome, your body keeps score and holds on to the anxiety and causes those things. So going back to you talk about frequencies what is it that you do, Kenya? We never discussed what it is that you kind of do and get into as far as helping other people. You know, what do I do? I help women to see themselves in a way that they think the most precious, powerful, worthy women that they admire maybe on TV, mm. that they are them. There is no separation. What there are is expired codes. Anything that you observe in somebody else, there is in you. It's frequency. 
If you admire and if you moved, if there's a tear, it's inside of you. God is not there. You're going to have a great life. You're not going to have a great life. You're going to have abundance. You're going to have lack. It's all for us. Right. It's all frequencies. Words are not words. Words are spells in English language. Spelling. Spelling. Right? I homeschool three kids. Let's teach spells. Spellings. Come on out. How you speak to yourself, how you're thinking about yourself. I use sound frequency because of my background of music therapy. I use your voice. For all of you beautiful women that have thyroid issues, are you using your voice? Are you shrinking inside of you? It is all connected. Body, mind, and soul is one thing. Right. And if I would pick, I would pick soul. I would pick spirit. You're in this body. You're not this body. You're not your story. We're sons and daughters of God. We have been, that he's running in our DNAs is who we are. We are divine. So to shift our frequency, it takes desire, but it also takes techniques. It takes recoding. So I help them to recode. Okay. Subconscious mind, right? I help them to recode. I help them to move energetically in the body through somatic movements, through energy healing, through, and I help them to unlock their own self-healing. It's in us, this ability. But do we believe that we have? I hold such a big umbrella of belief that right. when you are energetically under me, you see miracles. And I say that unapologetically because I have seen it happen over and over and over again. And, and, and you... please let, let me finish this. Go ahead. That was, this what I just said, just make my heart skip a beat because I don't think I ever said that out loud on a podcast ever because mm. I was shy to own my power. It might be too big. Well, guess what? I am too big and you are too. There is no competition. Why are we four times international best-selling author? Why are you? Why? Collaboration. Right. Because when I'm with you, Steve, you take me to, a, to shine even bigger. That's what we do to each other. When we have an open mind. Yes. And it was so amazing. I mean, this was my first cruise ever and it was solo to push me out of my comfort zone. And I hired a chauffeur to pick me up around the, uh, Seattle where I flew in to take my cruise to Alaska. I arrived a day early and he was from Iran. And we had the best conversation for three hours as he was showing me around Seattle. The next day, Uber picked me up. He was from Kenya. And great conversation with him. On the cruise ship, I met people from all over the United States, all over the countries, Indonesia, China, Asia, Thailand, um, Portugal. I mean, all over. The cruise director was from I, uh, Italy. And just if we can keep an open mind, 100%. Stop thinking about the country. Stop thinking about the culture. Stop thinking about the gender and the age. 
let the soul talk to the soul. There it's was one point in, yeah, and one point in America, just because we have difference of a belief system, we used to be able to take the difference in our beliefs and formulate a new belief system that moved America. But instead, because we disagree, I don't want you anymore because you're not important to me. I'm important. And we need to shift that paradigm back to where we have open dialogue to let the light, as you expressed, to shine with each other so that we can shine brighter. And you hit it spot on on frequencies. That collaboration that we have with one another. I mean, just talking with you, I, I just can't contain the energy that's within because it's like I can identify. And elevate. And elevate. Simple. Yes. See, for I mean, me, shedding the frequencies that is not you. Yes. Own the frequency that is is you discover nurture and when you find the frequency it might feel like a baby a sacred sweet fragile but it's not for too long because when you snap into your own frequency it might in i might i might be speaking with someone that had no idea what your frequency is because you're right. vibrating other people's frequencies you are in the middle of the noise that's I'll funny you, you mentioned that because in therapy, one of the things that I do is who are you without putting the label that you're a mom, a dad, a husband, a wife, a worker, who are you without these assigned labels from other people who label you? And a lot of my clientele have issues with figuring out who they really are. And because when you they have never given a space, yeah. Oh, there to you be. go. They have never given a space. Like when I come back to my childhood, I would wake up with a to-do list in front of me. Nothing mm. wrong about mothers and to-do list, but that's how my life went. I was always told how to do, how to be. In church, this is how you can be accepted. Checking all the boxes, it within the house, all the chores within. So where do I do me? How do I even know who I am, my likes and dislikes? And is it even important what I want? Mm. Is it even important to discover? So my, my, if you're hearing this, here's my homework for you. Sit in curiosity. Just sit in curiosity and follow the next nudge that shows up in front of you. Huh? I enjoy doing this right now. What do you enjoy being? Being first, open, connected, love, safe. Huge issue for every woman that I work with is when and how can I trust? When and mm. how do I feel safe? And I'm not talking about safe with other people and trust other people, but trusting right. themselves because I've made some, what they labeled, what they filed, what they coded as bad choices. Right. What if it's all learning what works, what didn't work? What was you? When were you an autopilot that created that response versus, hey, here's the thing. 
at any moment, there's only this moment. There is no past. Unless you're copying and paste like computer, in which case you're going to receive and live the same things, the same frequencies, the same story, the same Greenhog Day. So come back to your God-given design, divine frequency is my prayer, is the entirety of my work, any and all tool to help you to resonate you. Right. And one of the things that you're talking about here is how do we help people to make that transition who live in unbelief of you and I, oh, you're just fake, Steve. Kenya, you're just fake. You have to have some kind of troubles. You're such full of bubbles. How in the world can you live a life like this? And so we have our doubters. But like have, you said, we I have some answers. Yeah, go for it. Okay. This awesome story of um, Hanaponokono, which as a singer, I wrote a song on it. I love you. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Thank you. I, I would love for you to put a link on this at the end because sure. people are going to love it. So this doctor came to a prison, right, where inmates were there. Uh, they had issues like mind issues and psychiatric issues. This is in Japan. And I don't remember the name of the doctor right now. So we'll we'll leave it at that. And he knew about the prayer and the therapy and the holistic of Honoponokono. So he started um, praying over the inmates, the Honoponokono. I love you. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Thank you. Here's how the story gets really interesting. He never had a session with them. Oh. He sat in a chair like we're sitting right now. He opened up the archive. He looked at their pictures and just their names and over their names. I love you. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Thank you. After a few months, they started to heal. They were dangerous. They were they were the, the hardest one out there, the, the, the ultimate security. And now they were not. They became more peaceful. They became more collaborative. They became it shifted. What shift? It, if the person, if the, the inmate shifted, how did they shift? They never had a session. I'll answer that. This doctor knew how to work within his field through his perception. Mm. He was sending love, forgiveness, acceptance. Through my field, when I'm sitting here and I think about my dad, that we spent 27 years without speaking. And now we are in speaking terms. But when I think about him and I just send him love and forgiveness, regardless if he says I love you too or forgive you too or thank you for forgiving me, they don't even need to know right. because you're not forgiving the person. You're holding them in forgiveness. It's all that you have control over. So, and, and, and with detachment, you do that because it's who you are. Right. I, I am forgiveness. I am love. I am acceptance. I am connection. I, in my alignment, I love everyone and I want everyone to get along. Forget about get along to, to have the most incredible, extraordinary life. 
that I have control over. So when I observe someone that is being mean to me or ugly to me, notice my language it sure sounds like a victim, right? Like my kids. Oh, right. he didn't know. He did it first. No, he, it was his mess. No, my, breathe. What do you have control over? How you observe him? Can you hold him high? One and allow things, God to be God? And one of the things that I talk about in therapy is we talk about manage. What do you manage? Because do we actually in reality have control over anything? I don't think I have control. I can only manage what comes into my lane. I have no control. I can only manage and we can learn how to be better managers of our life. How much better can this world be when we hold a place of forgiveness, hold a place of peace? You know, people ask me if I watched this new movie that came out about sex trafficking, and I said, it's too dark. I haven't seen it. I just don't like kids getting hurt. I don't like the darkness that surrounds this. So I try to keep an open mind about things. But like you said, a copy and paste in a computer. It's the same thing. What am I bringing into my life that's light? That keeps me into this holding pattern. Because when I go back and I look at the 2,500 photos that I took from my Alaska cruise, I'm like, God created all this. How in the world does it sustain itself and the way it is? And each day has a different light, a cloud, a fog. But it's how I want to choose to view it. And so you're right on the frequency. And look how much freer you are, because if you didn't change frequency, where would you be? Yeah. I would be completely unaware that I'm in this body. Hmm. I will be in the religion that I grew up, checking all the buttons. Uh, trying to be good enough for God, notice my language, trying. I would I would live my life spinning and trying, not never knowing that I am. I'm talking to you, my kids are messy over here. So there's my my mama years is like, shush, mama's working. <laughs> and on the other hand, I'm like, what an opportunity to practice this connection. And allowing them to be the big kids that they are, 13, 11, and 8, and to get along. They can do it. They don't need me to intervene all the time. They'll figure it out. Right. For me, the price to pay to not be in my power is so big. Because every time that I am, I'm fully aware that I'm being for me, for my kids, for every woman that is listening. And for the that's that's that is consciousness. I'm adding to the consciousness possibility. I'm adding to the consciousness freedom. 
I'm adding to the consciousness truth, which is the highest vibration mm -hmm. and celebration that I am me. What if, Steve, I am not attached to be a reflection of my husband and my kids and my clients? What if I just know that I am, regardless of how they think of me? And I don't say that through an ego. I'm, I'm saying I feel my cap so good. I'm so intentional about how I feel about me. Hey, mama needs a break because I'm about to pop. I'm, I'm feeling the, the energy stirring and I'm just about to yell and I'm going to step outside and ground. Hmm. Bring me water whenever you're ready. That's an excellent point that you made. And we're going to end it here because the importance is this. We need to live a life that is lived with intention because so often we just go with the flow and I don't want to go down a current where it's rapid waters. I much rather manage the water that I'm in by living with intent and purpose. So creation. A, yeah. Yes. It's creation. To be in purpose and an intention is to see yourself as sons and daughters of God. You are creating it. What do you want to transcend into? Do you want a more of what you have always been? Or are you ready to welcome her? Mm. Are you ready to welcome him? The idea of the person that you have in your mind is not there. The desires of your heart is not there to torture you. You're meant for it. Have the courage, take the leap and don't do it alone. That's why we do what we do. And you have so a remarkable so, story. Yes. So people with high vibration can hold you right. as you're growing in your vibration, can hold that belief, can hold you high, can hold you in possibility. You know, and that's a you great, that. Mm -hmm. that, that, that's a great segue. So another podcast, I hate <laughs> to end this one, another cliffhanger to keep you in tune. You know, Kenya, I, I really appreciate your story yes. because we need to bring to light of maybe we just need to do a podcast of who are you, Aww. not in an, a uh, genealogy aspect, but who are you really? And being able to live a life with intent and purpose, and it can be done I think sometimes we live behind a veil that blinds us from seeing the truth. And if we stop looking in the reflection of others and start looking to the reflection to the light, it's so much free. Kenyas, thank you so much again. Thank you so much. Audience, thank you for, thanks for us joining today. us until next we time. We hope to have you back next week. Until then, be safe and be kind.